Welcome to the EWC Football Week 1 preview. We have made it, everybody. We are here, myself, Drew Skyberg, breaking down the Week 1 matchups here in the Eastern Wisconsin Conference for football. It's finally here in August. And yeah, I mean, it's going to be an exciting episode. I'm going to go through the Week 1 matchups. We're going to highlight my favorites and my game of the week. And then I'm also going to share my conference tier list. I'll try to keep it brief here as, as I'm recording Thursday. We have games tonight. Yes, we have Eastern Wisconsin Conference football action today. This is exciting stuff here in the world of football. And then, of course, Friday Night Lights. I mean, if you want to say that, that starts off tomorrow night. We got some other games we'll talk about. We also have some information I got to share that was sent in by the listeners. Thank you to everyone who sent stuff in. And with that... We're going to start with the Thursday games here. I want to get right into it here. Keel is going to Kiwani to face Kiwani there. The Keel Raiders, they're going to be a, they're going to be a good team, I think. And um, I want to talk about that. So first, if you want to kind of see some rankings that Robert put out on at EWC underscore sports, look down here. Yeah, it's, it's on that ticker. Go check that out. And um, going through it, I'll be, uh, like I said, I'm going to share my tier list. But yeah, Keel is going to be right now. He has them at number two. I I think they're going to be in the two to three range is kind of where I'd put them. But again, they're, they're going to be a great squad. He mentioned players to watch: Jonah Funkhauser, Brad Buckman. Those two guys on the O line, D line are going to be great stories for them. Look, Keel, at least what it seems like. Unfortunately, we did not have people be sending some information regarding Keel, but. Looks like this the squad's gonna run a run a lot. They're gonna be pulling a lot of guards, and at least that, that's kind of what I'm what I'm predicting we're gonna see from Keel. And you know they're gonna be well coached. I mean that's something with Keel they just go together for sure. But otherwise, right? Charlie Frias is a guy too. Hope I'm pronounce, pronouncing that name right. But a defensive back wide receiver guy who they could utilize in the passing game as well. He pointed out which both the, all three of those guys received conference recognition last year as well. So that's always a great thing to see as a junior, especially for squads, right? Funkhauser, honorable mention there as well with Frias on the defensive end. And then Buckman as an offensive lineman, honorable mention. But looking at those three guys, plus uh, with, with I mean, the team's gotten older in some aspects. They lost some guys too with Keel, but I like Keel in this game. That's kind of where I'm going with it. I think the Raiders will win this game. I like them in the conference overall. I think they're going to be, they're going to be, if I'm doing my tiers, they'll be in tier two is where I'd be putting them. And um, let's go to the other Thursday game here. Another tier two, two team for me, Chilton, the Chilton Tigers will be traveling to Krivitz to face them. I really like Chilton this year. And I actually want to point out, so we had some information, information sent in regarding Chilton that, to highlight. They're like, Chilton's got 21 seniors and just breaking down. Look, this is a talented senior group is the message. And I mean, they're spot on Um, right now. The Chilton Tigers, they are, they're looking very good, right? 21 seniors. That's always good to have, especially, you know, with smaller, smaller schools too, right? I mean, considering these are division five schools, having 21 seniors is impressive. Or I know some of them are D four, some D six, right? But Mostly D five here, and Chilton. That's gonna be that's gonna be the story for them. They're gonna have a lot of depth. I mean, they're gonna be a great team around that. We might see him pass a little bit here. Right, Max Miller is a guy 
who was first team last year for Chilton. And he's returning Logan C as well at the offensive line. I, I seriously think this Chilton team is going to pass maybe as much as they do. Maybe just as much as Chilton usually passes. You know, I know Alex Breckheimer losing him is a loss, of course, but I still think this Chilton squad, they're going to, they're returning some top guys. Look, if you have two, two guys on the first team as juniors and you're returning both of them, you're in good hands. And I think being in those good hands is Chilton. I actually, so Robert has right now, I believe Keela at second in the conference, Chilton third. I would actually flip those, but I would still make it a tier where I'd go 2A, 2B is how I'd look at it. But I think both those teams are very close close together. And I think that will be a great matchup when Keel and Chilton square off. I got Chilton in this game as well. So I got two EWC teams playing on Thursday, two wins for them. Let's go to the Friday games here. Campbell Sport is traveling to New Holstein. So New Holstein Huskies, they're an interesting one. They always seem to have you know great offensive linemen. They seem to be just a team that's just going to run the ball. They always have a good running offense. They're always going to be like that, it seems. And, you know, that's so different this year. Phil Casper is the one of those guys who's returning who you just got to watch you know, on the offensive-defensive line. Yeah, I remember Sam Casper a few years ago almost – was he leading the league in – or leading the state in sacks? I mean, there's an insane stat there with, with Sam. And, you know, Phil, Phil is still a great player. We talk about him basketball as well. Look, he's going to be a great – Great asset here for this new Holstein squad. Other guys like Sean Floyd, who it seems is going to be their quarterback, at least. Um, we didn't get any information sent in, in from new Holstein, unfortunately. So, again, new Holstein, Keel, those schools, other schools. I mean, all the schools, really. Please send in information. It really helps us out in just looking at high school football because, again, media-wise, it's it's tough. I mean, it's tough to get information out. So, we're, we're doing our best. It's just... Just a work in progress, of course, getting everything in. But, yeah, with New Holstein, there's some other guys too, right? Mason Buten, another one running back, which I I could see him being the top rusher, right? You know, you have your, one of your top linemen in Casper, then Sean Floyd, it seems, potentially the guy who's going to be under center for the Huskies. I like that team still. I, I think they're going to be middle of the pack, though, unfortunately, just with other other teams in the conference. I think they're still going to be a nice running team and they're going to put up some great rushing numbers in the conference. However, I think that'll be a good game between them and Campbell sport. So keep that one in mind. Let's go. Let's talk about KLC Howard's Grove. This is going to be an interesting one. KLC, of course, being the big story last year, right? You know, it was them and brilliant fighting for the conference. Brilliant eventually got it, but KLC looking at them graduating almost everybody, I guess, if you want to look at starters, Noah Heinen is the main guy returning first team last year at the tight end position. He's going to be their best player. He's going to be, it, it would seem that he's going to be a tight end. That guy who I don't know if they're going to want to get him in the game rushing wise, if they're going to throw, give him, put him in at fullback a little bit, but I could certainly see him at, at tight end being a guy, to, guy they're looking at. Robert also highlighted um, Jalen Paul, a wide receiver, and then John Kakuzi. As, an, as a running back slash defensive back. So those were the other two guys he was looking at. But, yeah, really with KLC. I mean, on the all-conference team last, from last year, you'll see a lot of KLC, but unfortunately you'll see a lot of senior next to their name, and that doesn't help them out in 2022. And that's unfortunate here for KLC. Also, Sean Lewis, 
was a junior defensive lineman who received honorable mention honors last year. It's a guy to look at for KLC, but it's an interesting thing because I actually was considering how much are they going to pass this year is is a question that I think is a fair question. Are they going to stick to the insane passing volume we saw from Robbie Michael in years past? Uh, Looking through their offensive line, I mean, they still have some bigger boys. Um, Look, they still have a, a big offensive line. I don't know if that that could correlate potentially. We could see this team run more. We could see them, which more than last year might not be a big thing to ask for, but I still think that we, we might see more rushing involved in this offense, kind of like with two rivers. I think we're going to see more running this year than we've ever had for that offense. I still know, right, they, they love throwing. I mean, Justin Klinker, I think we're still going to see throw a lot, but that's going to be a story to look at. That should be a good toss-up game as well. Let's go to the rivalry game. This this is probably my game of the week just because it's always fun. Mantua Lutheran at Ron Colley seems to happen every year, and it's always a good game there. And Ron Colley looking at them, this is this is their game to win. I mean, we, we talked about it last year, year before. Look, the Ron Colley Jets certainly have this game circled as like, look, this is this is our, our best chance here to win our non win a non-con game here. And looking at for Ron Colley, right? Not winning a single game last year. I guess what I'm saying is this is their best chance to end the losing streak right now, right? End it right now against the Mantwalk Lutheran Lancers. And why not, right? Brain Reimer is returning top running back, right? Or, and a linebacker. I think he's going to put up some great numbers this year with Ron Kyle. He's certainly going to be the focal point of that offense. So you can imagine Mantwalk Lutheran is going to be keen on him all game. But look, Ron Kyle, Jets, other guys, Ian Lusk and Dylan Satasia were the ones that Robert threw in there, but with Rain Reimer, right? I mean, I hate to say just his team, but look, he's going to be the guy that that this team is going to live by. And if he put if he goes off here, has a big game running the ball, I think that's going to really help. Hear that, Ron Colley team. I want Ron Colley to win this. Look, the losing streak needs to end for this squad. You know, Mantwalk Lutheran, they'll put up a fight too. That's that's my game of the week. If you are in Manitowoc Friday, you want to go watch a football game, there you go. Manitowoc Lutheran at Ron Colley. So that'll be at Ron Rubick Field, I believe, there in Manitowoc. Next one we will go to. We'll go to Amro and Valders. So I we, we did get a good amount of information sent in about Valders. We'll talk about here on the podcast. Look, Amro is going to be, I mean, a few years ago, Valders got knocked out in the playoffs in the level one, but Look, this Amro squad and Valders. It's gonna. It should be. It should be an interesting one. I, I should say for the for the Valors Vikings. I don't know what to expect out of this Valors team. I'm. A, I'm intrigued to see what we're gonna see out of their new offense and new defense. Yes, new offense and new defense. So that's where my questions come in. Game week one. I think there could be some inexperience in the new offense, new defense, and those are my concerns. So I had some people send in here. Valders is supposedly testing out a new pistol formation offense is what I was sent in. So that, that could be something to keep in mind. It sounds like they're going to be running shotgun. So with Valders, right, we've seen him run that option offense under center most of the time. We could see a shift here, new pistol formation, when also it sounds like they're going to be operating out of the shotgun a lot there in Valders. Also, uh, defense, there's a report that they're going to be running a 3-5 this year. So, 
Valors is known for they were running a four four kind of four four look, kind of four two ish is kind of how it, teams would perceive it as. But now moving from a three five, completely new defense, new defensive coordinator. Keep in mind, so that's got kind of the shift there. A three five, I don't know how this team's going to fare with that. So they're really prioritizing linebackers, of course, having three three down linemen, five linebackers potentially there. I'm interested to see how they operate with it. I'm thinking there's going to be some shifts with it. Um, maybe bring a linebacker up as a D lineman. It's kind of like that four, four again, um, certain plays, but I'm, I'm wondering about the kind of pass rush they're going to see. Are, are they going to be blitzing those guys a lot at linebacker? But I, I don't, I don't know how Valor's going to fare in this one. Almiro's traveling all that way. We'll have to wait and see. We got to be optimistic. We got to root for our, our EWC teams here. So that's kind of the update there for Valders. I do have information on these other teams who here. Two Rivers and Brilliant, I do have stuff on. Thank you for everyone who sent stuff in again. Really makes this episode go nice and smooth. So Hilbert and Brilliant are the matchups. So we have some information on Hilbert. Hilbert is now running a spread offense is the report from other from multiple people. I've heard that. That's going to be interesting as we've seen Hilbert be not not as much as a spread offense at all. I mean, they've been more of a a run and gun, you know, more of a running offense here. They would run the ball down to your throat is kind of how it, they would run. And now Hilbert is going to shift more to a spread. We've seen kind of two rivers in the past kind of run this spread. Anxious to see if it's going to be similar to that, if it's going to be a little different. But that's going to be something brilliant. going to have to game plan for it. How do you game plan for it week one? Hopefully in the scrimmage, they got some nice film to really see an op how this is going to work but brilliant is going to be something because we got some information on them right we had someone send in brilliant has a young qb core but they should not be overly bad is kind of is, is what we're getting from brilliant and that's that was brilliant fan who sent that in so with that i would operate that right now it sounds and there's two guys competing for the quarterback position it sounds like joseph shimmick will be starting friday night is what I have heard, but there's still, you don't know. I mean, Dane Myers, a guy who's there as well. So that, that job's right now. It seems it's, it seems like a toss up, but it sounds like they're going Shimmick on Friday night, but otherwise that team around them, it's, they lost a lot of guys in the past few years. I think they're going to be middle of the conference, right? Damon, Damon Schmidt's the top guy returning. Jane Bastion's another one coming back. For the squad, right? Schmidt at tight end, and then also Bastion there at fullback. But they have some other linemen coming back, right? Damon Schmidt, of course, your top lineman. They have Derek Fisher at center. So there, there's some guys there with the Brilliant Lions who have returned. And so they, they have more experience if you're looking at that. But they also lost a lot of guys. So it's going to be an interesting situation. And there's not necessarily a lot of, a lot of seniors there. But it, it's a decent amount. It's just not as much as you would want, you know. Considering Brilliant last year seems senior loaded in the past, even the past years. Also, Bennett Olson. I didn't mention him. Sounds like he'll be working in at running back. But looking through it for Brilliant, it's going to be interesting. I think um, offensively wise, I think we're going to still see that Brilliant option. I think we're going to see him run the ball a lot, and I think it's going to be. How they're going to operate. I think they're going to be middle of the pack too. I, so I'd say range four through five is where I'd put them in that kind of tier. But Hilbert's going to be a tough test. 
if Hilbert can run the ball, if Hilbert can, you know, be aggressive in that aspect, if Hilbert can use size, that could be a tough test for Brilliant. And it depends, right? You're starting a freshman at quarterback, at least what it sounds like. There's some questions there as well. So that's going to be an intriguing. Game. I will actually be in attendance at the Hilbert Brilliant game. I know Robert will be there as well. So we'll be able to give a nice report on how that turned out there for the Lions. So otherwise, other information sent in random lake into rivers is the final matchup here so i had i had information sent in on two rivers actually a lot of information as you'd expect they are my conference favorite as many people have them as the favorites to win the conference and the main story are right the the, the stars there in chase matthias justin clinker which a fan pointed out of two rivers they're like hold on right we we know chase we know justin but what about the rest of the guys? What else makes this team great? And there are guys. So they're saying they are saying there are more players than just Chase and Justin. And I totally agree. I replied. I talked to them about it and going through it. I mean, if you go through the all conference team last year, I mean, there are certainly other guys who even you know, got recognition last year, let alone the guys who are going to get it this year who maybe didn't. Brady Richards is one defensive back last year who got Got some recognition there for the Raiders. And there, there's others, right? Connor Sanford, first team offensive lineman there for them. So, I mean, there, there's a guy right there. Look, Justin and Chase, there, there's some great offensive line protection there for them. And I think they're going to thrive this year with that. And they, they could put up some historic numbers. And that's kind of leads into, I, I got to throw Xander Pop in there as well. Didn't mention him. Look, there's a lot of guys here. This team is is loaded to say the least, but two rivers prediction here, undefeated chase with eyes, 3000 rushing yards is what was sent in. So, so a lot of people and rightfully so are very bullish here on two rivers thinking, why not? I mean, why not? They set some records here, put up numbers that look video game like there and right. Justin being a junior and then also chase being a junior as well. This is going to be a, a scary team there with two rivers so, yeah, they're going to be – I think they're going to run through their random lake week one. That's a tough matchup there for, for the, the random lake Rams. But otherwise, I think, you know, there's potential here. We, and we've seen this in years past where the full conference gets a sweep week one. I think the conference is going to do very well. You know, if they lose a couple games, they might. But I think the conference will go over 500 here in week one. They're going to do well, I think, in non-con games. So, Again, I want to keep this brief here. We are ju- we are under 20 minutes, as the goal was. And lastly, I want to just share the tier list, though, before we go. So tier list goes like this. It goes, tier 1 is two rivers. Tier 2A, 2B is, it's going to be Chilton and Keel. So I'd go Chilton ahead of Keel there, 2A, 2, 2B kind of thing. And then I'd go, I would put Brilliant there with, New Holstein at four and five. I do like brilliant one a, or not really one a, but three a, three b, and then I'd go Valders and KLC. I'd go KLC four a, Valders four b, and I put Ron Colley at tier five. So that'd be my tier list, and that'll wrap it up here for myself, Drew Skyberg. Again at EWC underscore Sports. Go follow that and follow at Drew Sports Crew up here. We'll be back here t- tonight doing an episode of Journey to Million. So. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.